Hey guys, it's Ed and I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. Today has been very rainy. I just need you guys to know this. Like, for the last few days, it's been very, very rainy and... Oh, I need a break from the rain. <laughs> oh, so it is Friday! And I realize that you may not be listening to this on the day that I, um, that I published, but... Um, it's very exciting for me. Uh, I love Fridays because it usually means I get a weekend. And, and and for me, weekends don't mean time off. It just means less workload. Um, anyways, um, we're going to do a Britney deep dive tomorrow or for our next episode, which will be published on Saturday and then blind items on Sunday. Um, and I, I don't know if this is going to be the schedule that we keep permanently, but um, at least for the foreseeable future, we're going to do a deep dive and a on Saturday and blinds on Sunday. Unless I change my mind. <laughs> Speaking of changing minds, Bella Throne, Thorn, and Mod Sun changed their minds about their breakup being amicable. When they first broke up, it was kind of like, mm, alright, you know, it didn't work out between us, but we're still going to be friends. And, you know, I, I can kind of respect that, especially in Hollywood. Uh, you never know who you're going to have to work with. I mean, if you think about it, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is an Oscar nominee. That's, uh, th- it blows my mind sometimes. Uh, you know, um, not to say that Will Smith is a bad actor. He's a, he's a great actor. But just these, just the way careers transform. Madsen might end up being a TV actor or needing to work with Bella Thorne or vice versa. Bella Thorne might become a singer and need to record a song with with Madsen. But it's not likely... um, It's not very likely that either one is going to relent or... Um, work with the other because Mod's son made a joke. It, okay, let me just say this. Will makes what we call dad jokes all the time to make me laugh. And he genuinely makes me laugh. Um, not all the jokes are funny, but his delivery really makes up for um, for when the joke isn't funny. Matson made a joke. Um, he was talking to um, to Fab, and he said, "If Bella Thorne doesn't get it soon, meaning her stuff, I'm gonna have a really, really poppin' eBay sale." And he retweeted that joke. And said, obviously joking, but I'm kind of funny, though. Well, 
the little thorn is like me. It was like, mm, bitch, no, you are not funny. Um, and said, uh, looks like Madi really wants some press. Hashtag hungry. Also, didn't you call the cops on me when I wanted my computer? You pussy. So, there's some background here. It wasn't necessarily that um, Bella wanted her computer back. Um, You know, obviously, she could probably afford to go buy a new one if if it really came down to that. Um, Or she could probably actually have one bought for her or given to her. Um, But what it actually comes down to, according to Blind Gossip, is... She has some dirty pictures on there that she was afraid of leaking. She, she's, not a, she's not afraid of being risque. But she wants to be risque on her own terms and not have someone leak these on her. And Mod's son was not about that life. He really wanted those pictures. So, yeah. Um, these two are just, I think this is going to be a really entertaining feud. But we'll see. You're also going to see that I'm going to go and come right back. And I'm back. And we're going to talk some Larry Lachlan. We haven't done that this week yet. I know y'all were hoping for a week where we didn't talk about fucking Lori Lachlan. But that's not the world we live in right now. You know, truthfully, I remember a time when if there was a blind item that could have even remotely been Aunt Becky and someone guessed it, like, the crowd would jump on them and say, you need to stop. Um, and now... There are a bunch of blinds. And even if she doesn't fit the clues, everyone's like, is this Lori Lachlan? This sounds like Lori Lachlan to me. And, you know, I know she's involved in a major scandal uh, that uh, has really resonated with that's really resonated with um, Americans. You know, and I don't know what it is about that. I don't know if it's um, because it was, um, there were two high-profile actresses, um, both with otherwise squeaky clean images. Um... You know, I don't think anyone would mistake Lori Lachlan for a great actress. Um, but Phil- Felicity Huffman, definitely. Um, she was probably one of, if not the most respected actress. And it's definitely one of. I, for a second, my mind skipped Meryl Streep. Um, but she's definitely right up there. When people had a hard role to tackle, it was her and Edie Falco that they're calling. Um, but with Lori Lachlan, she's everybody's aunt. 
Um, there was a joke about... Um, I, I don't remember what season of Fuller House it happens in. Um, maybe the first or second season. Where um, Jesse is called everybody's uncle. Well, Lori Lachlan was really everybody's aunt, you know. She was the cool that you could go to and talk to. But she was still very family-friendly and clean. Um, and so, this whole college admission scandal really changed perceptions. Uh, but what's also happening is we're starting to see the amount of denial that Lori Lachlan is in. And it's, some of it is small things like, oh, I'm not going to go to jail. Which, I, okay, that, to be fair, that's not really small. But, um, yeah, so there, she doesn't, she's saying, oh, I'm not going to go to, I'm not going to go to jail. But you're going to jail if you're from, there's no way you're going to be found innocent because they have troves and troves and troves of evidence against you. So you're not going to be able to rely on the sweet Aunt Becky persona to get out of it. And your defense of, I was just doing what any mother would do, is probably not going to fly. But now, we wander even further into her delusion, and she's acting as if she has a bunch of offers, and she's deciding not to work, because she wants to be able to appear in court and whatnot. Um, A source told People... That she isn't working and her whole life focus has changed drastically. It consists of waiting around for the next court date and planning her legal defense. Here, okay. And I don't mean to beat a dead horse. But at this point, her name is Toxic. She's not landing any roles. Even indie people who are more forgiving, especially for a name actress, who might, um, who normally might give her a chance or at this point saying, no, 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 you, you stay there. Uh, you, and this won't always be the case. You know, if she's, if she is acquitted, um, her comeback could happen a little bit sooner. But if she's convicted, she'll have to serve her time and just wait in the wings, maybe write a memoir about what happened, and then slowly mount her comeback. At least that's what I would suggest. I'm also going to suggest that I'm going to go and be right back. And I'm back. So... I hadn't been following the Tony Robbins story very closely. Uh, frankly, it just didn't interest me. Um, he's always seemed a little bit skeevy to me. Uh, but as I was reading Crazy Days and Nights tonight, um, 
Well, something grabbed my attention, so I wanted to start to look into it more. First, a little backstory. Tony Robbins is accused of sexually harassing um, women, verbally berating them, including one who said that her husband was uh, emotionally abusing her. Um, in which he basically defended the guy by saying, does he look out for you? Does he put up with you when you're being a crazy bitch? Are you a crazy bitch ever? The woman um, has come out and said, hey, this is taken out of context. However, the transcript and the, the audio don't lie. He, I don't know how you take that out of context. Um, but she seems, she seems to be on board with whatever, and she self-published a self-help book, so there's that, I guess. Um, and of course, there's nothing wrong with self-publishing, um, but it just seems a little bit odd to me that, um, that she would dismiss, um, those claims, and it, it She's not the one who obviously went to uh, BuzzFeed had the story first. Um, she obviously didn't go to them. Um, this was hard work by a reporter who put this story together. Um, two of his former bodyguards said that they were they were literally hired just to troll audiences to find attractive women to take back to Tony Robbins. And um, some staffers said he would call you into the bathroom with him. Hey, come here. I need you to take a note of something. He didn't care. He was too powerful. Um, so one of the staffers is alleging that they, she saw his dick multiple times. And it was almost like he was trying to get her to mess around with him. And she resisted. Robin, for his part, says, hmm, this is all hooey, and no, none of this ever happened. And I, I, his exact quote is something like, I'm, on my best day, I'm an imperfect being. Bitch, you're crazy. Okay? Um, I, I don't know. I, like I said, something just about him rubs me the wrong way. You know, I I don't know what it is. I've never liked him. Um, but as I was looking into the story, he had co-authored a book called The Path, Finding Your Way to Financial Enlightenment. Um, Simon & Schuster was going to be the publisher, but they have decided to not publish the book after all. Um... And they released a statement saying, we are not proceeding with the publication of the path. But Tony Robbins' lawyers are trying to cover that up and saying um, that Simon & Schuster was never the publisher and that it's still going to be published. And to state or suggest otherwise is absolutely false.
And he also calls the, the, the BuzzFeed article fake news and says, again, that nothing ever happened. But here's... Here's the whole little twist of this whole thing and what brought me to um, looking into the story. According to Crazy Days and Nights, Oprah has sided with Tony Robbins. Um, and which is a little bit odd considering that she went so hard at Michael Jackson, including um, allegedly watching the documentary with David Geffen and helping get it produced. Um, the, the documentary in Leaving Neverland where more of Michael Jackson's accusers. Um, it's also especially weird as a survivor of sexual abuse herself that she is siding with the alleged perpetrator. Uh, as of right now, I have not seen any public statements where she has taken Tony Robbins' side. So this could this could just be one of those things where Andy Lawyer is guessing. But as I've said multiple times in the past, he's been so right on that I, I fully expect within the next week or so to see something where she says he's probably not... Uh, he probably didn't do this, or people are mistaken. It's really hard to mistake seeing someone's penis. It's really hard to mistake being called into a bathroom with your boss's dick out. Maybe that's just me. I'm going to go and I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. So... And I realized this um, a while ago, but um, with the Chris Kattan story coming out and um, the Moby story blowing up the way it did, and um, in the um, the suggestion that Lord Lachlan should write a memoir after the college admission scandal. Um, takes her down and she goes to jail. I started to think about other celebrities who should write a memoir. Now, when I say celebrities, I mean actual celebrities and not politicians. Uh, you know, Hillary Clinton's What Happened is it's a really good read. But with 2020 upon us, and all of us just needing a break from the politics. And I'm, trust me, it's going to be overwhelming for the next year and a half. I started thinking and wondering whose who's memoir would I love to read? It has to be someone who's dishy and willing to give us the dirt. You know, something like Ladies Who Punch, but told from the point of view of someone who's actually in the story. Um, 
I would love, love, love to read a Rosie O'Donnell account of her time on The View. I, she wrote one, and I did read it. But I'm talking a grown-up tome where she just lets loose, you know, talks about what happened on The View the first time um, with the infamous split screen with Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Um, the second time with her feud with Whoopi Goldberg. Why she didn't go over to the talk. Everyone expected her to be given a contract. Um, rumor has it, and sources say that the talk actually really wanted Rosie to join. But she decided at the last minute she did that she didn't want to move to Los Angeles. And they weren't going to move the show to New York just for her. Which makes sense. Um, so I, I really think that that would be good. And Rosie has a lot of celebrity friends. Um, Madonna. Um, I think Madonna is like her highest profile friend. I believe she's still friends with Elton John. Um, her and Tom Cruise were really close for a while. Uh, I know I'm missing some. But her and Kathy Griffin are allegedly, allegedly really close. And guys, let me tell you. I don't know if you've ever read a Kathy Griffin book. But if not, stop what you're doing. Go to Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, The Strand, whatever bookstore is near you. And buy a copy of Kathy Griffin's books. They are the dishiest. And she, you know, a lot of celebrities will take it easy on themselves and paint themselves as a victim. <clears throat> Chris Kattan. Um, but Kathy exposes everything, flaws and all, which I really, truly do respect. Um, and I, you know... Especially given what happened last year with, um, you know, the whole beheaded photo scandal. Uh, which, and to be fair, I did write about it and I did say she went too far and I stand behind that. She did go too far. Um, but I'm glad that she's, I, I'm glad she's on the comeback and I think that she, um, she will be back and better than ever. Because, first of all, she's just genuinely funny. And she's a savvy, savvy businesswoman. Um, but I'm going to get to the savvy businesswoman in a second. Um, I really want to hear about the, the falling outs she had with Anderson Cooper, Andy Cohen. Because you know... Her and Andy Cohen are in this heated feud right now. He pulled a who dat on her when um, TMZ asked her about her. Um, I think he was going, he was in like an airport or something. He's like, I don't know who that is. And in response, she talked about how Andy Cohen would do coke just before going on Watch What Happens Live. 
So you know there's some big, juicy stories there. And, you know, if she has the receipts, that tome would be epic. And, um, you know, usually with publishing, especially with a traditional publisher, it does take a little bit of time um, from the artwork to um, editing to getting everything ready. But uh, Kathy Griffin went on Stephen Colbert's show, I believe it was in late September, early October, and announced she bought her entire catalog. She owns My Life on the D-List, all, all the seasons of My Life on the D-List, all of her comedy specials. Um, I don't know if she has rights to her books back yet or not, but unless she has a publishing contract, um, which I'm not sure if she does or not, it, it's very possible, but not likely. Um, she could self-publish this memoir and still hit the bestseller list. Let me explain. Um, Jackie Collins, as I mentioned before, got the rights back to her uh, her earlier works. Or she didn't get them back. She um, she never expressly gave away the digital rights to her earlier works. So she took those and self-published, digitally self-published, those books and made a mint. Um, when, I, when I met her, she, she very briefly talked about how um, she re- re-released The Bitch as a digital book. And it had sold like 100,000 copies. And she, I, she gave the figure. I forgot what it was. Um, but she said under her original contract, she would have got five or $6,000, which nothing to sneeze at. Let's be real. But under the under the um, agreement that she had with Amazon and Barnes and Noble for the digital releases, she was raking in tens of thousands of dollars uh, per month. She said that it was it was like the old days of her publishing contract. And she was just so amazed. Um, and Kathy Griffin can do that too. Um, I'm sure publishers would chase her trying to get her to sign on. But if she went the self-publishing route, bought her own ISBN, um, she's savvy enough to know the marketing. Take When she goes out on her comedy tours, she could sell the books um, <clears throat> along with the rest of her merch. And she could make a nice, nice, tidy little profit 
Um, and best of all, if someone decided to either A, write a movie, or B, make it a TV show, she owns the rights to the book and will make even more money. And trust me, when I tell you, somebody will want to write that story. <clears throat> I promise you. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna be right back. And I'm back. So, the Justice Smollett case has had us riveted for five months going in six months now. Um, now that um, now we have a treasure trove of police reports and everything to paw through, um, not including all of the <coughs> um, blind items and everything that went along with that. And for those of you who don't know, um, mixed up in this whole Josie Smollett, first, actually, let me make it through um, the big, the big um, story for this, and then we'll go back and tell you um, the other part. So a judge last week ruled that there was no reason for the Justice Smollett file to be sealed. In fact, he said that the argument that Justice Smollett just wanted to uh, be a private citizen and, and whatnot was thrown out the window because right after the court hearing, Justice Smollett went in front of press cameras and gave a statement and made a big show of it. Um, and the fact that he did that meant he waived his right to privacy and the press corps and everyone who was trying to get their hands on the files actually had a right to it using under the Freedom of, Freedom of Information Act. So the first info dump happened today and there's really nothing, I mean, it's, like I said, it's police reports and whatnot. Um, what we're going to be getting, though, coming up in the future, are videos, undeniable videos of what really happened. Um, and this, this really will either exonerate him or um, damn him. The video is coming out a little bit later. Um, if you look at the police reports, um, they're really heavily redacted. And the video, um, they're going to blur out people's faces who have nothing to do with the case, blur out license plate, uh, you know, things like that um, to protect the, the truly innocent in this matter and people who don't play a part in it. What what people are thinking is going to happen here is um, Jesse Smollett is there. A lot of people are thinking that Jesse Smollett is going to be forced, um, if not to, if not to pay. 
would not be an episode without me coughing or sneeze. <laughs> oh, sorry, my allergies are still going haywire on me. Um, what people are thinking is going to happen is Justice Mall will be forced to, um, at, at the very least, pay back the $130,000 that the city of Chicago has asked for. Um, that's at the best. At the worst, they're thinking that he could still be facing jail time. And that was partly why Fox and the production company for Empire did not... Um, why they extended his option, but um, have stated that he's not going to be at least in the first part of the season. But there's another contention of people who are saying, wait a second, they dropped these charges, double jeopardies of real thing, you, you know, even if he allegedly, or even if he did what he is being alleged to have done, you're not going to be able to try him again. I'm not even going to pretend to know how that that's going to work. <laughs> um, but if you recall, the FBI was still investigating him for... Um, sending allegedly sending threatening letters to himself via the U.S. Post Office, so that could be a thing that they're that they look into. However, I think what we're gonna find is that there might be uh, one last twist to this whole story, and this was either a hookup gone bad. Um, or he was paying for sex, or something of that sort, or even a drug deal gone bad. Um, but we're gonna wait and see about that. But while we've all been riveted by um, this story and what's happening, there have been some real life consequences. We've talked about this before. Um, allegedly, Star got canceled because Lee Daniels did not handle the um, Jesse Smollett scandal the way that Fox in 20th Century Fox were hoping he would. And despite the show being the number three drama on Fox Broadcasting Network, they canceled it. Now, here, okay. Fox actually has some really good excuses as to why they did this. The network is going to look completely different now that Disney has bought it, um, has bought the TV studio and whatnot, and they're going to a more um, sports-themed network um, with wrestling taking over the Friday night time slots and um, baseball and football. Um, You you know, they just don't have as many time slots as they used to. And a show like Star was losing double-digit double percentage points in the ratings, and it just wasn't a good look. However, 
the real story is, um, again, that Lee Daniels was just not, uh, he just didn't handle the situation correctly. So the Fox execs were pissed and they wanted to be out of the Lee Daniel business. Um, Lee Daniels tried to sell the show to another platform. Unfortunately, it didn't work. And the show is... uh, It's not coming back. Um, But... And this is where it kind of gets a little more interesting. We're going to go... Um, I'm going to go more in-depth with with that, with um, the Star and the Empire stuff um, on Patreon. So keep a lookout for that. If you haven't signed up to be a patron yet, please go to Author Ed A. Um, I'm still rebuilding my, my tiers, but um, I think you're going to love what we do. So with all that being said... Um, the reason why Empire got the last season and not just canceled is because it's a legacy show for Fox. For, for quite a few years, it was the number one broadcast drama. Very, it was very buzzy. And you don't just shuffle off a legacy drama like this. Empire will go down with the likes of 90210, but, um... Melrose Place. Um, I, I, I'm sure there's another drama that I'm missing, but those those two are definitely um, House. There we go. I knew it. Neither was another one. Bones. Um, the the point is, you know. Every single one of those shows got a last season, and they knew going in that this was going to be the last season. And you fully need to expect that Jussie Smollett will be a part of that, because 20th Century Fox, which is now owned by Disney, is not just going to pay his him to not show up and work. Disney is not in the business of losing money. And... It, Jamal is a legacy character. The only way Jesse won't end up in in the show is if he goes to jail. But I highly doubt that that's going to happen. So, And that's going to do it for me for tonight. Thank you all so much for listening as always. Uh, remember tomorrow, Brittany's deep dive. Sunday find items and I will be back with you live on Monday until next time cheers